Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. Good to meet you. Good to see you. I know. You have a face. It's a cute one. <laughs> thank you very much. So thank you so much for joining Group Think. I really appreciate it. We look forward to hearing all your incredible stories, your success, the ups and downs. And it's, it's a beautiful thing today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. How are you guys doing in London before we get started? How's everything going on in London? It's okay. It's actually really toasty today. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're going on okay. We're just kind of typical British um, approach to things. Just kind of get on with it. And, you know, we're all in it together. But in this situation, the world is in it together. Yeah. So, well, yeah. thank you so much for joining. You know, your, your energy feels good. It feels good to meet you. Thank you, Tanisha, thank for you. organizing, coordinating this. This is a, it's, a, it's an honor to meet you. Thank you. So let's jump right in. So tell us a little about yourself and your professional background. And if I'm pronouncing it right, what is Corblimby You Beauty? <laughs> Corblimby You Beauty. So my name is Aisha and yeah. I am the owner and also a therapist at Corblimby You Beauty. So okay. We're a currently we're a North London based salon. So we're based in the heart of Wood Green, which is my community. It's where I'm from. And we specialize in electrical facials and body treatments. So we've just moved to our new salon, like what well, I say new, about we've been there for just over a year now. So but we've always been in the Wood Green area. We just kind of go from location to location. Oh, amazing. And so how did you come up with the name besides it being a, a portion of your name? But I think it's dope. Is it like uh, blimey, like a, a, a London slang word or something like that? It definitely, definitely is. Definitely. If you kind of look back at things like um, the carry on movies called blimey. So um, when I used to go like in my, in my partying days, like in my raving days, um, there was a group of us that go out and my nickname. So my last name is Corbett and my nickname was Corbs or Cor Blimey. So when I was starting up the business, I was talking to my mum and my uncle. My uncle's very cockney. My uncle, shout out to Uncle Ian. And <laughs> I was like, I really want to have a name that has the core blimey in it, but something to do with beauty. And he was like, yeah. core blimey, you beauty. And I was like, that is it. And it stuck. And I think people like it because it's quite cheeky as well. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not too serious. Like Yeah, I think it's dope. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I had to do my research. I was like, oh, wow, blimey, I got it. I dig it. <laughs> and so um why did you choose to become a skincare expert what made you so passionate about this so um it all started with beauty so i feel like most people that go into beauty therapy you go in there doing a bit of this and a bit of that so i started off doing the manicures the waxing the um lashes the eyebrows you do a range of different things massage and you kind of find your niche some people are generalists and I could do bits you know I could do other parts but I really really loved doing facials um for me it was quite a bit of a mission because when I was working in other locations we had a set time to do a facial and you had to get everything done in that time and I just really loved extracting squeezing blackheads Wow. I really wanted to get it. Yeah, I really have. A, I love it. I really, really have a passion for squeezing it. And anyone that works with us, like the team, we all love doing, we all love extractions. So for me, there was never enough time working in the spa, working in the salon to do what I wanted to do, which was get out as much as I could without causing trauma to the skin. So when I started out doing the facials, I was like, right, instead of focusing on loads of massage and making it really relaxing, I'm going to give people what they want. If they come to us, they're coming to us because they want us to work on those extractions. They're like, get down to the nitty gritty, get these out, want my surface nice and smooth. So it started from that. And then we do things like um, pimples. We have an array of different electrical machines. So we work on anti-aging. So it's all non-surgical. Pimples, we do high frequency to spark pimples, dry, kill um, acne. We do back facials. So a lot of people do have insecurities about back acne or scars from previous back acne. So we do treatments like that. Booty facials, which is quite a newish thing to us. We started last summer. So there's a range of different things that we do. We do cellulite reduction massage, skin tightening, 
So yeah, everything skin and everything pretty much natural. Oh, as wow. much as we can get with the electrical machines. <laughs> I, I, I love that. And so talk to us about, you know, about this, your passion about squeezing blackheads. Like, where did that come from? Do you know what's crazy? My mom and my sister, they used to squeeze each other. So there's a difference between pimples okay. and blackheads. So they can you please tell us the difference, please? Okay, right. So a blackhead or a comedone, there can be open comedones, which show us the blackheads. So the top of them oxidizes, so it gets darker. So you can see a brown or a black spot. Well, Mark. And they can be removed. Pimples cannot be removed. So a lot of people suffer with pimples, acne, cystic acne, hormonal acne. I have a friend today. So we have to treat them very differently. But they were squeezing pimples, which are not supposed to be squeezed because bacteria mm. can spread. And I was like, you guys are disgusting. This is before I got interviewed. So I was like, you guys are so gross. And now I absolutely love it. I had a client that came in the first client that I really got into it with. And it was, a ma it was actually a male guy. I was working in a salon in um, Ilford and he had so many blackheads. Wow. And when I was squeezing them, they'd been in for so long, there was a bit of a smell to them, but you just kind of get on with it because it's like yeah. a mission. Wow. Um, yeah, sorry, I talk so much. Talk no, no, please, please, please. This is, we're, we're, yeah. gr group things is about educating people and it's about inspiring people. So please share the story because I, I want the audience to understand what this is about. So please continue. Yeah, so it was just really, I just wanted to get everything out. And he left and he was so happy. It was his first facial. He'd had these, the comedones for such a long time and he really wanted to get rid of them. And I'd sat down there and just went, I, I knew that I didn't have a client after, so I went into extra time and he was so happy. And I think his satisfaction and seeing him leave with such a smile on his face, it really made me want to do more. That is where I really found my love for facials. Wow. That's a pretty yeah. incredible story. That's a really Thank great you. story. <laughs> Thank you. It's all about it, the people. It's so nice when people leave happy, you just feel such a, um, a sense of satisfaction. And it's just, even if someone books in for a really big expensive facial and you're like, actually, you don't need all that. You've got cystic acne. You can't do all of this. Let's just do this one thing that is a quarter of the price. But I know that person's gone home happy. And it's the same with the team as well. We'd rather lose money and know that someone's going to go home happy and potentially come back because they're like, right, I'm happy to service. Then, you know, just chuck everything at them and just be money greedy. No, so it's I, really thinking about what people need. I, I couldn't agree more, you know, as, as, we, as we look at what's going on in this world today, you know, it's all about the people, right? And we're all here on this earth to make the next person better. That's what my mentor said. That's what I believe fundamentally. We're all here to make the next person better. So I support and salute what you're doing. Thank and, you. And so can you give us a little insight in what it's like to start a service-focused business? I mean, is there upfront money that you had to raise or did you bootstrap it or how did that all come about? See, I saw that word bootstrap and I had to Google it because I haven't heard that before. Oh yes, English words, like, in, English words and American words are different. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I, go ahead, go ahead. So I did give it a Google because Google is your friend. So, <laughs> <laughs> so boot, boot, bootstrapping? bootstrap bootstrapping right so it's basically where you make the money yourself you put your own money into it you don't take out any loans correct that is exactly what we did every i actually started off in my front room oh wow so in my lounge yeah so it started off small and it's just slowly progressively grown bigger so i started off in my lounge doing facials and doing mobile so i was going to people's houses to do treatments um and every money that I made for every wax, every lash and, you know, lash tint, brow tint, eyebrow wax, any treatment I did, I put it into a pot. And eventually I was able to buy this machine that I'd had my eye on at a beauty exhibition for a long time. And with that, with that machine, I was able to then offer more services. And wow. then that's when people started really, really coming in. So I was doing like massage before I worked in a spa, but, um, I was kind of doing both at the same time. Well, oh gosh, it's such a long journey because my, my um, background, I, I actually started not that long ago. So in terms of beauty, I've been in beauty for about six, seven years. Okay. So I actually have a local government background. So I was always kind of, I was studying and I was working and then I was agency in that position. So it's like a contract. 
It yeah. ended, I went to work in a salon. The salon that I worked in, the lady closed with no notice. We just lost our jobs. So for me, that's when I had to hustle and that's when I started pushing and doing more mobile treatments because I was like, right, I'm a mum. I need to feed my child. This business is closed. I've got nothing coming in. So let me yeah. use what I have. So in terms of, sorry, I go on such a tangent. No, no, but, please, please. This is great. Yeah, so I was, I had to hustle. I really had to hustle. And at the time, I felt like my whole world was falling apart. I felt betrayed. And now I'm like, if that didn't happen, I'm so sorry for what happened to her business because she was actually a friend, but she just went able at the time, like missing. Mm-hmm. Um, if that hadn't happened, it wouldn't have pushed me to start doing treatments at home, to start doing mobile. So everything for a reason. And it's slowly growing progressively. So I had no money, no loans. I'm not born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Everything that I made, I put back in, I've reinvested in the business, whether it's buying more products, more machines. And then eventually I was able to move into a salon. So it's actually a local hair salon within the community that Mm -hmm. I'm from, which is Woodgreen. And I was renting one very, I'm so grateful for it. I was renting a room in um, a lady called Maxine's hair salon. And it was lively, bubbly, so much happening there. So it's all grown progressively. I was in one room. I moved to another hair salon that I've known this, the owner since I was 16. I rented one room and there was a spare room. So I bought in um, somebody I'd worked at the spa with who had also left. I bought her in and it just grew and grew. Now, by God's grace, we have a whole salon. So grateful for that. That's amazing. That's an incredible journey. I, I hope also you know, you're writing this down, you're journaling, because that's a great story right there. You know, that's a really great story. It's definitely been a journey. It's definitely yes. been a journey. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, that, that's it. This is, this is a journey. So, you know, continue to shine, continue to build and continue to be successful because that's what we're all here to do. And right. so as, as we continue, you know, how do you market your product? You know, do you believe it's effective form of Instagramming, you know, Facebook, what type of marketing do you use to get your, the word out for your, your, your salon? So for us, um, it's definitely Instagram was for us. So it started off as just me. Okay. Um, and then it's grown. So we've, there have been more people that have come into the team. The team has grown, but it, it has always been um, for sure Instagram. So the thing that really blew up for, um, for me in the start was that I had a friend who recommended to a blogger to come to me for a treatment. And I was freaking out. I was like, Oh my gosh, she's going to come to my tiny little lounge where I live in. I live in Tottenham. So it's not like fancy at all. It's yeah. kind of like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's not fancy at all. Kind of like not the, the hood, but not the hood. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, Oh no, I was really anxious. So she came and she snapchatted it. And this is about four years ago. And from that, she she had she told her other blogger friends they came they would post things on their snapchats on their instagram and the world word just got about and from them coming to us their followers would then see come to us tell a friend tell a colleague so it's very much word of mouth and very much um very much instagram influencers have been amazing for the business i had no idea because i'm a little bit older than some of the people that are maybe on instagram yeah so I didn't really have an understanding of the power of social media going back then. So when she came to my house, it was like, boom, people were asking me, can I come here? Can I go there? And I was like, okay, I can't get to all these places. What am I going to do? And that's when I took on my first room. It was all off the back of a blogger coming to me and the demand was crazy. Wow. That's, mm. incre- that, that's incredible. And so speaking of uh, Tottenham, are you a hotspur? You're a hot fan? <laughs> I'm definitely Arsenal. I'm definitely a gooner. <laughs> you Arsenal. I'm okay. get some sticks for that, but yeah, North, <laughs> North London's finest. <laughs> and so is your schedule already booked up for those people who are looking to refresh now, now that is London slowly coming out of COVID? Because I know in New York, we're still kind of in there. LA still kind of in there. So what is it like for you guys with we business still- coming up? So we're still in there. Um, we've been given a, a potential date of the 4th of July from, okay. um, from the Prime Minister, from Boris Johnson. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping that that is the date. So we have got clients who were booked in for appointments in March, April and May who have been rescheduling their appointments. So they've been moving them back. Mm-hmm. So they'll get priority. So we do have appointments there. 
but we have had to it's really hard because we just don't know if that's a definite date yeah yeah so we do have slots we have for example weekends get booked up really really quickly it's like they're like gold dust to get a weekend people book way in advance but weekdays are usually a bit easier to get in okay but we do get booked up quite far i remember there was sometimes it's like three months sometimes it can be like there could be something next week but weekends it could be like three three months easy wow so next time i'm in london i'm going to come to you to get a facial because i've never had a facial before You haven't had a facial before. Never in my, in my life. And I'm in the beauty business, you know. My business partner and I, Melanie, we, we were starting a, a skincare company, and I've never had a facial before. So I'm really looking forward to uh, learning more about that and getting one. Definitely. No, next time you're in London, definitely swing by. We'll get you sorted out. We have our, most of our treatments, we listen to R&B, like old school R&B. So it's yeah. quite, it's a bit of a different vibe in our salon it's not like the sparring music although upon request we don't mind putting it on but it's a lot of old school music so a bit of joe a bit of mary j blige a bit of joe to see okay so cool. yeah you definitely have to come in just I, chill I, out. I will i will i will and so speaking of you know men and, and women is there a difference in how men and women should be taking care of their skin in your opinion no, no not really to be honest we all have the same skin i mean men have facial hair so sometimes you may have to treat this the around the beard area a little bit differently and kind of try to get in there we do ask see there are some men that like to have a big rick ross beard and that's fine we'll treat the other parts maybe take a little longer to pamper the top half of your face but most of the time we can get in there with with everyone in terms of skincare it's it's pretty neutral okay okay that's yeah, good a lot of guys are really taking care of themselves guys are definitely yeah. getting into skincare for sure no, it's, it's very important that we as men really start taking care of ourselves. And I'm glad that you see that because there's a definite shift in this. And I think because of COVID-19, you know, more men are going to be looking after themselves, you know, the hygiene perspective. So that's good to hear on the sure. other side of pound, on the other side of pond, you guys are doing that. Yeah, they're so- definitely into it. They're being, oh, sorry. No, no, men no, are, men, they are into it. At first, when we opened, some guys were like, oh, my girlfriend dragged me here. But we have guys that are like, no, I wanted to come, I wanted to get a facial. And I think what's happened is some people, they would think that it would be a certain kind of guy, like maybe like a pretty boy. Mm-hmm. But the people that we did actually have, um, there's an athlete that came to us, a boxer, Anthony Joshua, not to name drop, but he's a North London, young black man, talented, big, strong. And he came to us. And I think that did also help in terms of getting other men coming in there. Like if he's having a facial, I can have a facial yeah. and somebody um, actually said, there's a guy that I have and he's like tatted up, like covered. And he was like, your clients r- literally range from celebrities to roadman, which is like dope boys. It's like yeah, such yeah. a range of people that come in. So men are definitely in London. They are get- they're into it. They're definitely getting into it. Wow. That's crazy. And so yeah. I, you said road boys, road boys, like the, dirt, the dope boys, right? That's what you said, right? Yeah. Road yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Road road man. Man. I, yes. I dig it. I dig it. Do you it's... know what? I feel like it may change in different States because we have a guy um, that comes to us and he's actually from, he lived in Atlanta for 24 years and he came, he came over to the country and his girlfriend brought him in. And he was like, I said to her, I, it was his preference. is like, I want a black facialist find me someone and she was like right I've got someone for you so they came together and he ended up being like a long-running client so wow that's incredible I into it. no no, no <laughs> I, I love it I love it and so how is how important is diet when it comes to your skin are there certain foods that are proven to help so in terms of diet it definitely does make a difference when they say you are what you eat you literally are what you eat because the water that you're eating the fruits the veggies all those nutrients that you put in your mouth, they're going to go through the blood. They're going to feed the blood, well, the skin cells, the blood cells, the organs, and your skin cells. So skin is your biggest organ. So definitely you are what you eat. There are going to be things like avocado is going to be good for your hair, for your skin, um, oranges, lots of veggies, fruits. It's all really good, but water is like so many people slack on slack on water and I'm always pushing people like, please try to get your water in. If you're drinking five Red Bulls in a day, 
cans of Coke, loads of coffee, all you're gonna do is dehydrate your skin. So let's say you have one cup of coffee and you have one glass of water, you've almost canceled out that water. So mm. definitely, it definitely does make a difference. And then you have some people that may have intolerances. So I can't directly say to someone, I think that you've got an allergy, but I can say, look into it, consider it because my brother, he has, um, he, we've grown up with him having allergies. So dairy, wheat, um, oh my goodness, salmon, turkey. He has so many allergies. So I think I'm quite conscious of allergies. So although I'm not on a nutritionist, I'll always say to someone, if I think like you can see certain telltale signs, maybe they've got a bit of redness there or eczema around their mouth on their cheeks. That it could potentially be food. I mean, breakouts on cheeks, I wouldn't normally go to food anyway. So maybe having a look at what they're eating. And sometimes people know they'll come and they're like, right, I think it's milk. And it's like, they actually know that it's like, maybe milk isn't for you. Maybe look at almond milk or they're like, right, I've had loads of chocolate biscuits, biscuits and it's the sugar coming out. So people, yeah. Sometimes they know, they have an idea, they have an idea. Okay, that's, that's good to know. And obviously you can look at someone's skin instantly and you can be like, I know what you're doing wrong. Some, sometimes you, you, you do, you do. Like for example, um, not getting enough, enough water, you're gonna have fine lines around your face, on your forehead in particular. So you could be, if you're 21 and you've got lots of fine lines on your forehead, I know instantly you're not drinking enough water. Mm. So there are certain telltale signs that you can see um even for example maybe if you put a lot of oils in your hair and you may have a certain breakout and it's on the side of your face that you sleep on maybe you're not changing your pillowcase enough so there are certain things that you can kind of work out or the girls that gel their hair down to their faces there are certain things you can you can tell you know it's interesting you say that because i've noticed that you know when i used to get a lot of breakouts on my side of my face is, is what you said. And maybe I'm not changing my pillowcase enough, right? And so mm -hmm. that is something that I noticed myself. I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And you just saying that, I'm like, I get it completely. Yeah. I, I get it. It's and funny so, with a guy that boxes, he always had, well, Anthony, he always had something going on here. It was like yeah. around this side. And we're like, okay, what is this? What is this? And it's where it's gardening himself. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't cleaning his, he might, I don't know if I'll get told off of this. He wasn't cleaning his gubs. So you're working out, you're sweating. And then you're constantly kind of like touching that part of your face. So I was like, no, you need to get some wipes. You need to be cleaning your gloves, like get it off. And so little, the smallest things can really make it impact. London Underground, I guess you've got the, is it the Metro? The yeah, underground? the sub subways, subway. Subway. Yeah. Awful, awful for the skin. There's so much pollution, dust, dirt. So I always say to people, when you get home, as soon as you get home, just wipe your face. So even if it's like some micellar water or you give it a quick wash, because you could get home at six o'clock, you may not be having your shower until 11 o'clock and you're sitting with, I say London on your face, all that dirt, dust. If you ever blow your nose when you get off the underground and you see all that gray, that's on your skin for hours. So I'm always like, as soon as you can, get it off. Mm, that's okay, good to know. And so at the bare bones, what should someone be doing for their skin right now? Right now, Jury, as in, in terms of in general or pandemic? In terms, of, in, in terms of in general, excuse me. Okay, so you definitely want to be cleansing. I do recommend double cleansing. And you have to, to look for a cleanser that's for your skin type. Sometimes people will be like, right, I've used this product since I was a teenager and they're 40 now. And it's like, no, you don't need... For example, clean and clear, which is for breakouts. Your your skin's a bit more mature. You haven't got breakouts. So look at the products that are going to be best suited to you. So definitely double cleansing, exfoliating. So you can exfoliate. There are physical exfoliators, which are a bit more grainy. Do not use St. Ives, please. People, it's evil. You don't want to use anything with big grains because it will cause micro tears on the skin. And that allows bacteria in, so you can get breakouts. So there's the physical exfoliators, nice fine grain or a chemical, so that's gonna be something like acid. So like a mandelic acid, glycolic acid, lactic acid, salicylic. So yeah, so you definitely wanna exfoliate. Uh, you wanna tone and then serum. So something like hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, peptides, moisturize, and it's like the bare minimum, moisturize. And SPF is like, I don't care what complexion you are. Some people are like, no. My grandparents are from Africa. I don't need SPF. Everyone needs SPF. You know, you, you kind of like, 
segued into the next questions I had, you know, and so thank you for teeing me up. You're like, boop. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, there are so many magic bullets out there, like you just mentioned, vitamin A, vitamin C, hydrochloric acid. Can you tell us the real deal behind these ingredients? So the, for example, hyaluronic acid, you're going to be looking at getting hydration into your skin. So getting a nice smooth texture, brilliant for anti-aging. Um, it's what it does, hyaluronic acid, is it draws um, hydration into your skin. So obviously you need to be drinking your water, but hyaluronic acid is definitely greater, especially as you're getting a bit older. You're definitely going to want to get into that. I, I recommend hyaluronic acid to everybody, okay. to be honest. So it's... um. It's not going to be thick and oily. So some people think hydration and their mind goes to oil. And that's not, that's more about moisture. Hydration is the water. So we want to be getting water into our skin. So the hyaluronic acid is going to draw water into our skin. So can't recommend it enough. Okay. Um, and there are different types of um, hyaluronic acids. There are some that are going to, you know, work on the surface, some a little bit deeper in the skin. So it's having a look at what brands suit you a lot of trial and error as well because some brands may work for somebody they may not work for somebody else but don't be deterred um vitamin c is going to work it's antioxidant so it's great for pigmentation so i do recommend it for people to use if they're worried about um old acne scars for example then during the daytime you can use like a lighter percentage and then at night you want to go kind of 10 percent at nighttime, but make sure if you're using these things, you need to make sure you're putting an SPF on as well, because if you're trying to get rid of pigmentation, you're using acids, you're using vitamin C, you're using like retinol or retinoid, you need to be protecting your skin. So yeah, and uh, vitamin, vitamin A, so retinol, retinoid, gonna be working on the collagen, the elastin, it's actually good for breakouts as well, but it's definitely good for the fine lines. So preventing, premature aging so okay. yeah all, all lovely hero hero ingredients and I, I know you just mentioned about spf and that leads me to my next question you know why is it so important for a black person or a person of color to use spf so we all need to be using F- spf because we want to work on protecting the skin the sun if you're just exposed to the sun and you have no sun protection you are going to get premature aging you're going to get the fine lines you're going to get the wrinkles a, li- a lot sooner. I actually posted something not too long ago and it was of a trucker. So um, where he'd been driving for over 30 years and one side of his face was more exposed to the sun than the other side. And it was literally like two different people's faces stuck together. Wow. This side was covered full of wrinkles, fine lines where he hadn't been protecting his skin. Um, I have ladies as well that will come into the shop and it's ladies of all different races, but one lady in particular, she's a lovely wedding planner. She drives around a lot and she was like, okay, so I don't know why, but my, I feel like my chest is getting a little bit liney. And I was like, okay, so talk me through your skincare regime. And it turned out she was just putting SPF on up to here. And I always say to people, when you're doing your skincare, take it down to your chest. I'm literally to the nipple you want to take it (laughs) out so she wasn't putting sun protection on her chest so she was noticing those fine lines not on her face but on her chest also so many people worry about pigmentation in particular people of color they really worry they're like right i've got these scars from back in the day i've got a lot of hyperpigmentation what can i you want to be treating it and preventing further pigmentation then you definitely need to be using spf and I know one thing, as I said, some people feel like when we're not originally from here, we don't need to be using it, but we do need to be protecting our skins against UVA, UVB, cancer. So I can't, I can't express how important it is. And if you can't find one, I know sometimes it's hard to find SPFs that don't give us a gray cast and have us looking like Casper, but there are brands out there. They're doing a lot more now to really for all of us. So there are, there are, there are brands out there that are doing a lot more to not give us that white cast because they realize they were missing out on a big market. Yeah. You know, that, that, that kind of leads me to my other, my next question, you know, I have this beautiful, sexy chocolate skin and I don't always use SPF. I, I use it for many, many years, but then I stopped using it because of what you just said. It started leaving that, that chalk on my skin. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. So if you can recommend something that I should be able to using or, you know, just in general offline, you can send that to me. But 
you know, I stopped using no, so it. I've got some products down here. Should I literally like pop something up? Show me. Later? Yeah, show me. Go ahead. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> so a couple of brands. There are other brands that I can definitely recommend, but two that you can get on the high street. So the first one is, I love this stuff. So it's La Roche-Posay. Okay. So I know that you can get this in America for sure yeah. because my sister lives in Denver and I'm like, you need to go and get that now. So La Roche-Posay, I've got an SPF 30 here, but they do go up to 50. And the Body Shop Skin Defense also, that will not leave you with it. And that's SPF 50. They will not leave you with a white cast. This okay. one, you have to make sure you put on a moisturizer. I mean, you have to put on a moisturizer with both of them, but definitely with this one because it takes a little while to kind of, soak in but these amazing honestly okay thank you very much and i, and I hope the, the audience who's listening they can get some of this so they can understand so this is good this is good you. um you know uh as as we as we continue i have a question that someone sent he said can you mix spf and moisturizer to stop the gray i would recommend layering I would, I would recommend layering. I would put on your moisturizer, look for an SPF that, is, that can sit on top because I wouldn't want you to dilute it down or anything like that. So definitely you want to layer it. You want to put on your moisturizer and put your SPF on top of that. So okay. look for an S. I mean, one of the ones I recommended, definitely give, give them a try because they are really good. Tried and tested. Okay. And my, the next question from the, one of the uh, uh, participants, they said, what type of facial would you recommend for teenagers? So it depends on their skin concerns. So in general, they, trend, they tend to have blackheads and maybe some hormonal um, breakouts. So I definitely recommend something like vacuum suction, which is going to help to loosen congestion. So within our facials, we do a double cleanse, exfoliation. We do a steam, which prepares the skin for extractions. It softens the skin. Then we do vacuum suction, which is literally does what it says in the tin it helps to loosen the congestion so it may not necessarily suck everything out although sometimes if you're quite congested on your nose it can but it prepares the skin for extraction so we'd go in with some extractions and then high frequency and high frequency helps to eradicate acne causing bacteria so we can spark pimples dry and then work around the whole face to kill the bacteria it's really good for oil control as well okay well, I'm, I'm definitely learning a lot. And, you know, this is very, very exciting and interesting. And I just definitely want to keep perfecting my skin and making sure that I'm taking care of myself as I get older. So this is beautiful. Please start using SPF. I will. I will. <laughs> I, I, prom I promise you, I will. And also think about taking it up into your hairline. Take it up in your hair as well, because if it's sunny outside. Yeah, the, the, the bald I had head. an ex and he's got sunburn on his head. No, yeah. no, you, you're right. You're right. And so what's the number one problem you deal with in the salon regarding skin and beauty? The number one problem in regards to skin and beauty. Um, maybe not exactly a problem, but I think it's important to manage people's expectations. So I would say to people, see facials as a journey. You're going to get people that are going to come in and they like may just want to try it out. Then there's people that really want to work on things like acne, like pigmentation, anti-aging. So don't just feel that you can come in and it's going to be a one and done. Like if you go to the gym and you do five squats, you're not going to be Beyonce. Like <laughs> you need to put the time in. So I always say to people, definitely see it as, as a journey. And even if you put away like, 10 pounds a week, for example, then every other month, we recommend you come in every four to six weeks, but even a little bit of something is a lot better than a lot of nothing. If you're a little bit, you know, if you haven't got the funds all the time, put away a little bit. And even if you know that every, if you can't get in every four to six weeks, every eight weeks, you know, put a little bit aside for yourself. That's beautiful. It's just as important as hair and nails. No, I mean, it's true. I, I, I think, you know, people are beginning to realize that self-care and looking after yourself is very important. And I think I'm so happy that we've come to this point that everyone is looking at looking after themselves much better. It's a beautiful time really to be are. in. Yeah. They really are. And I'm like, you see ladies and they'll have like the new Gucci bag, new Louboutin, Louboutin shoes, but you're not taking care of your skin. You can put on as much makeup as you want. Take care of the base, invest in your skin. 
because yeah. people are going to be like, okay, yeah, cute bag. People are looking at your face first and you're waking up and looking at your skin first thing in the morning when you look in the mirror. So, you know, invest in yourself, I, I say for sure. No, I, I like that. And I think that that's a good quote that, you know, I'm going to take, you know, invest in your skin. You know, we're doing all this investment in so many different things. You know, we're investing in this company, we're investing in that company, but we're not investing in our skin. And I really like Definitely. that. Definitely. And so you are a mother, as you said earlier, and a business owner. What is your secret to juggling all of this? Um, for sure, time. When I first started out, my daughter was younger. She's now, she's nearly 15. But when I still started out, she was a lot younger and it was very tricky. But I'm very grateful to have family around. So honestly, without family, I would just be, I wouldn't have been able to go and study. I wouldn't be able to work late. So it was my brother and my mum helping to pick my daughter up from school or having her late and, you know, making sure she was fed and watered, as they say. But with definitely family. My sister as well, whenever she's in the UK, my granny, when she was able to, definitely family for sure is is key has been key because i wouldn't be able to make moves or do certain things if it was just because i'm a single mom if it was just my daughter and i so to have them around was it was so key it really was that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah. and sometimes yeah. you can have guilt mom guilt you're gonna be like <laughs> oh i want to give my child more time and that's something you try to balance you're like hey I'll put a day aside where, for example, during the summer holidays, it's like you want to give them a little bit of time, but then you've got loads of people trying to get in. So it's just, it's just balancing and trying to not feel too guilty knowing that we're doing it for their future. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're doing it for their future. And so, you know, with the climate of the world that's going on, you are a young Black woman. What are some of the challenges you face building your clinic? In terms of... Building the clinic. Or so salon. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to think about challenges that I've had. The main challenge that I've had, in t firstly, we, I'm in the, the community that I've grown up in. So the first couple salons I was in, it was quite easy because I knew them. They were local and they were very supportive. So that was easy. But when I was going into, that was when I was renting spaces. When it was me stepping into having our own space, our own salon, the the thing that I found very hard is I don't think the landlord or the letting agent was really taking me seriously. They were looking at me and they really made me jump through hoops. They weren't getting back to me in regards to the space. I, I So I, I looked on um, a website called Zoopla, which is where you look for spaces, so to rent or to lease or to buy. And um, I fell, I saw it and I was like, this is for me. It was literally the salon I used to walk past all the time as a kid. My grandma used to pick me up from school and we'd walk past that. It was a, uh, it was, what was it before? It was a solicitor's office. We'd walk past it all the time. So I was like, no, this is where I'm from. Like I used to walk past here with my nan. It was, I, I know in my heart, I could really feel they didn't want to give it to me. I think the previous owners, um, they were black owners and they, I think they, not I think, they didn't pay bills and they just went away owing a lot of money. So I think they were looking at me and they really didn't want to give it to me. They weren't responding to phone calls. It was taking months for everything to go through. I'd put down a deposit. They'd be like, right, you need to put down more money. So I, I could tell that they looked at me and they were like, they didn't really want to give it to me, but I was coming with everything. I was like, right, you want that? You got it. Bootstrapping. <laughs> I got it, I got it. <laughs> you got it. That that's 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 the famous American word so you can have it bootstrapping. It. <laughs> and so for all the women that are listening right now, what advice would you give a female founder? Female founder of a business. Um always never be afraid to take a risk. If you really feel like you want to do something, it's better to never have a regret of not trying to do something don't be afraid to ask for help from people around you that you know truly love you and yeah take the risk go for it no matter your age or where you're from because I started this at an older age and by God's grace things have just fallen into place so definitely go for it don't be afraid even if you do you know we all start off small and then you grow so take those steps it's all like the first step Take that yeah. first step. Don't look at the whole big pictures. Take the first step because if I can do it, honestly, anyone can do it. I don't have any, well, wasn't born with a silver spoon. I'm not super business, wasn't like super business minded. I didn't come from 
a marketing background or anything. I work for local government. So if I can do it, you can do it. And so that's, that's, that's beautiful. And that's what a lot of the, um, the, the, the founders and, and investors and people who've been on our show, they've said the same thing. So that's really a credit to you. That's wonderful to hear because I think a lot of people need to hear that. A lot of people need to understand that we all can be inspired during this time right now because this is, in my humble opinion, the greatest opportunity for all of us to create something right now. Definitely. And also time for people that were constantly on the hamster wheel to just take a step back and almost turn off the engine and have a look at everything. It's been a great time to really reflect on certain things, look at where I want to go forward. Because if you're constantly, my sister, she's a basketballer, if you're on the court constantly playing, 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 you haven't got any time to look at things like from the bench and be like, right, could have done this, could have done that. So actually to have this time, I didn't realize at first um, when the lockdown happened, it was so hard. I was worrying about my team, how they're going to eat, how am I going to pay bills? How's it all going to go? We had, we, we had those worries and we are like a family as well. So I was really concerned for them. I was concerned. How am I going to, sorry, she's over there. Like, how am I going to feed my child? Yeah. But, um, actually, I'm like, the whole world is in this together. We're going to get through it. Um, and I needed this time, actually. I really, really needed this. I needed this, this time off to really sit down and have a look at things from, from outside the bubble. No, I agree. I'm, I feel the same way. I've needed this time as well to really kind of focus, to really kind of hone in. So, mm -hmm. you know, fucking make shit great and just let's just do this, you right. know? Right. Do the damn thing. Exactly. <laughs> and so this leads me into my, my, my next question about, you know, female founders. Is there anything that you didn't think about that you wished you had? Anything I didn't think about that I wish I had? Hmm. Good question. Sorry, I genuinely... <laughs> Let's think. Something I haven't thought about. I just wish I'd done it sooner. To be honest, I wish I'd, I wish I'd taken a chance on doing something new and doing something that I love sooner. Um, I've always, I think, lessons learned from me look at, looking at someone who actually I really look up to. I was like, wow, she's taking major risks and then things didn't go, didn't fall in place, unfortunately. But that's really made me worried about taking risks. So I think not being afraid to take risks. If you really feel like something is right, then, you know, go with it. Because the worst thing that you can do is, fail, is, is for something to fail. But every failure is a lesson and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I completely agree with that. You know, it's, it's, it's taken us three years to get in this position to build our brand and our company too, you know, and we're getting ready to explode. So I, I, I understand it takes time and you got to keep going. Definitely. I need to try your products. I'm yes, excited. Yes, <laughs> yes. You, I, I, I get you some. Don't worry. Oh, so thank you. What beauty or wellness brand globally do you think is doing it right? Like just killing it. Ooh, do you know what brand is doing? Couple brands. So I definitely say um, couple that actually come under L'Oreal. So La Roche-Posay is doing it in terms of it's a pharmacy it's a pharmacy brand so you can only buy it where there is someone medically qualified working and that is amazing skin suiticals is slowly but surely taking over the world there's another brand that i work with which is toscani they're from um spain and they're killing it. in terms of ingredients the pharmaceutical um science that has really gone into the ingredients they are really doing it and you know who else is doing well the ordinary who comes mm. under Desiem. So yeah. they've really looked at quite the raw ingredients. Um, some people, it can be a bit too much. Sometimes I feel like that they may over prescribe things. So people are using too many acids on their skin, but actually if you just use a couple bits there, they have got some really nice bits. That, um, the, well, not just the ordinary Desiem as a whole, because Neod has some nice bits as well. And so it sounds like you're truly into like, clean beauty it sounds like it right you love the clean effect of beauty correct i do i really yeah i do i do and um what does that mean to you what does it mean i have such sensitive skin so i worry i'm like oh, i don't want to do too much and as i said with beauty people can go into their own different sectors so there is a whole thing of aesthetics and fillers and botox 
I haven't had any done anything done personally because I believe I'll have it done and my forehead will drop off or something like that. Like I'll be that one percent in the newspaper. They're like her whole face drops off. So I won't do this, but um, I'm not against it. But that's like a whole different. It's like they have their lane and I have mine, and we kind of you know respect each other. You're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing, but it's quite for me. It's quite separate. I understand. That makes perfect sense. I've, I've never had Botox. I won't get it because I know men are doing it. I just don't believe in it. I believe in, as you said, invest in your skin and look good, feel good, and everything Definitely. will work itself out. For sure. For sure. And so while many of us are still on lockdown, can you share a few home, home skincare tips? Um, so definitely, I actually have a couple things. Should I show you a couple? Yes, please, please. Okay, give me a sec. Let me just grab some bits. Mm. Let's have a little look here. Okay, oh, this is quite good as well. Sorry. <laughs> so cleansing. This is one of my favorite things. So I loved muslin cloths, which I still love. Um, but microfiber cloths, so you can use these to cleanse. They're very gentle. So these okay. are really, really nice to cleanse with. So I'd recommend a little cloth. And then products that I'd recommend, a lot of people are breaking out. So actually I'm hearing a lot of either breaking out or dry skin. Mm -hmm. So in terms of breaking out, La Roche-Posay, Effaclair. This is amazing if you're breaking out. And if you're finding you're more on the dry side, CeraVe. This is a really, really nice hydrating cleanser. So there are a couple of things that I've mentioned. Also, if you want to be moisturizing, get yourself a good moisturizer because that is going to make all the difference. Please don't be, don't slack on your skincare regime just because we're off. This is not the time. We really need to keep it going. I think some people are getting a little bit lazy having a, having a day off their skincare or brushing their teeth. And I'm like, no, keep it going. Please keep it going. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's so funny you said that because there there's so many people that are fucking slacking, right? Like for me, when, when, when we first started, I let my hair grow out, I let my beard grow out, and I didn't feel sexy. And I was like, nah, this is, I'm done with that, right? So I got back to Troy. I got back to, you know, looking after myself and, and feeling good and looking good. good. So... Yeah. So. My tummy, I look like I'm pregnant and I'm, it's just, it's all food. I have a food <laughs> baby, a full food baby. So I've actually started working out. So my friend, um, Laura's Thomas, Lauren Thomas Johnson, she's doing a workout and it's like 50, like 50, it's dead cheap. She does it online and I'm like sweating my ass off. But I'm like, I am going to have a booty up here and my belly is going to be on flat, flat. Like I need to get back. <laughs> I need to be ready for when we are let out into society. And I, that, that, I'm not ready at this moment. That's a fact. We, we, we got to be ready because, you know, when this world opens up, everyone's going to want to feel good and look good. So if people aren't taking this time, I, I couldn't agree more. Definitely. And, and, and so, you know, this has been like truly incredible. You know, I have a few questions and I call them rapid fire. Okay. And so what, what, what was your first beauty product obsession? My first what? Sorry. Beauty. Your, your first beauty product obsession. Like when you were obsessed with it. You fucking had to have it. Exfoliating. Get rid of the dead skin cells. Let all the nice products penetrate into the skin. So yeah, definitely exfoliating. Okay. And what was the most recent interesting conversation you've had that inspired you during this time? Ooh, my friend, she does microblading, Madeline. And I was really, really low. I was like stressed, depressed. And she was like, girl, get it together. Let's get some offers up going. And I was like, right, I'm going to do it off. She was like, get it done, get some offers up, get the bookings in. So people were pre-booking for summer. So that was an amazing conversation. She made me get my shit together. That's what's up. That's what's up. We, we, we need friends like that that make you get your shit together. That's real. Definitely. And so what is your morning skincare routine? Ooh, double cleanse. Time. So when you, say, when you say double cleanse, please elaborate. Twice. Ah. So I will, I will do, I will do um, for example, the La Roche. I'll do a squirt of the La Roche. My face is wet. Go around with my hands. If you, if you haven't got any, yeah. you know, any cloths, hands are fine. Make sure you've washed your hands before. And then I'll go with my second cleanse, second wash, which can be using a different product or the same. And I'll use my muslin cloth. So for example, at nighttime, if, if ladies are wet and gentlemen, if anyone's wearing makeup and they want to get it off, they might maybe want to use an oil cleanser first to get rid of their 
makeup, they might want to use a micellar water, then do an oil cleanser to get it off, and then do their face wash. Okay. And it's all about removing dirt and debris. No, that's true. And what is the definition of beauty for you? Humans, people. I love mm, people. Mm, so yeah. do I. I, lo I love people too. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Stop being a pussy. <laughs> Go for it. Sorry. Go for it. Stop doubting yourself and take a risk. Yeah. You've you got this. You can do it. That's what's up. And I just noticed there's one more question. So I just want to make sure we get this gentleman's questions answered because I want to be respectful to everyone who, who spent the time to listen to us. His question is, Troy, how have you been managing your facial care? And Aisha, what would you advise him? So, uh, yeah, Mr. Lewis, I have started a skincare company called Troy Skincare for Men, and I have four products. It's um, an exfoliating cleanser, it's a serum, and it's a moisturizer. So I use those each and every day. I, I exfoliate. I do the double exfoliation. I use this serum, and I use the uh, cleanser. And our fourth product is um, a lip balm. And so that's what I Ooh. use every. That's what I use every day. And so, Aisha, he asked you, what would you advise me? Okay, I re so um, I would, well, it's, it goes back to SPF, doesn't it? Yeah. It what's in your, what's the serum? What kind of serum is it? Um, it is, our, our products are all clean, organic, um, all natural. And we have, nice. we have hydrochloric acid in it. We have vitamin C. We have vitamin A. It's very clean. So that, that sounds that, nice. That, yeah, it's, it's 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 a beautiful, beautiful serum. It's a beautiful that's a nice little serum. cocktail, actually. That's like <laughs> perfect. I like that. everything nice. in one bottle. <laughs> no, it is. I, I make sure you get some so you can test it and try it. But it's it's a sexy brand. I'm happy to pay. I'm happy to pay. It's all about support. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's all about support, and I, and and I and I fuck with that. That's dope. And so, what would you advise me, according to? So I want to make sure we get his questions answered. In terms of your skincare regime, it seems like you're doing. It seems like you're doing really well. It's just the only part that's missing is SPF. You've got your cleanser, you've got your exfoliator, you've got your hero ingredients within your serum, and your moisturising, and you're doing your lips as well. I love the fact that you didn't forget the lips because so many people neglect the lips. You've got to be keeping your lips moisturised. No one wants ashy lips. So yeah, just just SPF. You heard, you, you heard that. Yeah, man, Aisha said no one wants ashy lips, and we cannot go back into the world with ashy lips and dry skin. Right, we can't be dusty crusted. We gotta be ready. We gotta be our best selves. Yes, that's so true. I couldn't agree. Aisha, this was wonderful. Your energy Thank is you. fucking super dope. Sending you oh, love yeah. from across the pond. And when Thank I get and when I get a chance to come to London, I will definitely come visit your salon and get the works done to this chocolate skin. Yes, you must come to Paul Blimey, get a nice face with some R&B. And thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate that. And some great questions as well. Really, thank really you. good questions. Thank you. Take, you. you take care of yourself and you be safe, girl, okay? Okay, my lovely. Take care. God bless. Right. God bless. Bye. Bye.